like you said, I want no fluff in our practice. If it's not, if it's not making us better, then it's making us worse because it just it's it's taking up time. Yeah. And if it's that's time that we can't be getting better, then we're getting worse. Welcome to the Jamodi Podcast, where we interview coaches and leaders to find out not just what they do, but how they do what they do. Becoming the best version of ourselves is Jamodi, just a matter of doing it. Today, we are joined by head men's basketball coach of Duncanville High School, David Peavy. Coach Peavy has led the Panthers to the state championship game in 2019, 20, and 21, and has won two championship titles. In over 17 years of high school coaching, Coach Peavy has been named Coach of the Year four times and was twice named to the Texas Association of Basketball Coaches All-State Committee. In this episode, Coach Peavy discusses his favorite style of play, how individual skill works in a daily practice, how to build confidence in players, and how to handle defeat in the locker room. Before we hear from Coach Peavy, take a moment to subscribe to our podcast and follow us on social media at Jamodi Podcast. I'm actually hitting up some of my, my buddies and asking what it is they want to hear. Cause I don't, yeah. I don't, you know, we, we've been doing this for year after year, going to these clinics and I'm not going to show somebody anything that they don't already know. Right. Like, right. You know, everything. I, and we're really basic, yep. you know, I got really good players and we just do a lot of, we play really hard, but I don't, I mean, it's not like we do some, crazy offense or anything I mean we just we put our guys in positions uh and let them go a little bit and but but they got to go hard and and you know defensively we 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 do some some things but uh well and I get I get how you're feeling because I think if 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 I, I not that they would ever ask me but if I was um I would feel that way like because yeah. I've stolen everything that I do you know, right. and, and you've stolen, learned, or whatever, everything, everything that you do. Everything. Um, I, I mean, my opinion, and it's just, it's just, again, this is what I mean. I would, I, I, I sought you out for a reason because to me, you're, you're interesting. You're interesting with because you said you have great players. Well, yeah. every NBA team has great players, but they don't all play great. They don't yeah. are all consistent. You've had, you figured out a way to get great players to play hard and to defend, you know, and right. do those things. So like if it was, I would, I would be really interested to hear how you get those good players to buy in. Like, what are the concepts? What's the culture? What, what gets them coming to practice every day? Cause that's what we all struggle with is what, how can I get my guys to just give a little bit more that I see that they can, but they're not they don't realize. Uh, first question, what style of play do you love teaching? Oh, I really like teaching playing really fast. Um, you know, all kids think that's what they want to do. You know, they want to get up and down. They want to play really fast until they they realize what it takes uh, for us to be able to do that and, and how, how, how well conditioned your team has to be and how much running we have to do. Uh, but a lot of our drills, um, uh, we, we do a lot of drills that look the way we want to play. So it's really fast. It's really up and down. It teaches guys how to score going as fast as they can. Um, and, and it's good. I mean, got to have, you know, good enough players that, that mm -hmm. they can put the ball in the hole. But uh, pre-playoff, we averaged about 90 points a game. 
Um, it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of points. You know, it's a lot of points. With no shot clock. With no shot. No clock. shot clock. Yeah. No shot clock. Now we really want to score in transition. Yeah. You know, uh, I think it's it's really hard to score five on five. Mm. So if you can get numbers in tra- and 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 we consider numbers different. It, you don't you don't have to necessarily have a, a number advantage, advantage. Yeah. but if if you have three on three, that's numbers. That's a, that's enough open space to create, and it's hard to guard. It's hard to stay in front of good players. Uh, but once you get to there's five defenders down there, it's hard to score. It's mm-hmm. really hard to score. So we really want to score uh, before you have five defenders down down on the defensive end, um, and then defensively, I really like to teach. I love teaching it, but we don't do it much anymore. Um, is 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 what we call our scramble, uh, full court run and jump, uh, just chaotic defense. But you, you know, we 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 work here to win state championships. It's really hard to beat really good teams mm. pressing and trapping and and running and jumping. So um, we'll teach it, but we don't run it a whole lot. But uh, but I do enjoy teaching it. I'll take the uh, the offensive end first. I think you're right. Like no numbers, there's really no such thing because a special yeah. play, a special playmaker can take a two on three or even a one on four and right. draw draw multiple defenders, be powerful and poised enough to make a great play. But you got to instill that confidence. How do you instill confidence in those guys to play fast? And and they're probably making some mistakes early on. Right. How, how do you help them work through that? Uh, we allow them to do what they're good at. So, like right now, in the spring, we're playing a lot. You know, I just watched an hour of open gym, but our open gym is different where they're either going three-on-three, three, full court, uh, cutthroat, or four-on-four. Four. Um, and and we just, for for several days, we won't say a word. You know, we'll just let them get up and down. But then the next day we come in there and say, okay, you know, you shot a whole lot of contested shots and you're not very good at it. Mm-hmm. You know, but then we do have a couple of kids that they're pretty good, tough shot makers. Life's not so, fair, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then so they, now they all know once we get to going, you get to do what you're, what you're good at. So mm-hmm. uh, if you're a good shooter, you get to shoot. You can't make shots. You don't get to shoot. You got to be a really good screen setter or yeah. a really good rebounder, um, and, and you gotta you gotta find ways to bring value to to the program. Um, and, and different guys can do it different ways, but um, we 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 give them enough practice and enough reps that confidence is built because then once you get good at something you're allowed to do it and if mm. and if you got enough guys ahead of you then you got to figure out some things you need to start doing better um or different bring, or, different. or different yeah you need or to different. find a new a new avenue i think right. it's i think it's really cool that you're saying is you give them opportunities to to show you because i think players will tell you I'll, I'll tell you this is what i'm really good at and they'll keep telling you over and over again but at some point they do have they have to show you and then and then you're also giving them the reps to where they can never say I never had an opportunity to no. show you. No, I mean everything we do, um we do a lot of basketball, you know. We 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 give them rep after rep. Uh, you know, all of our drills, like I said, look like the way we play. So if you're good at doing it in the drill, you're probably gonna be pretty good at doing it in in what we're doing when we get up and down. 
So, um, I mean, the, 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 the confidence comes in, and like I tell them, if I put you in, that means I've got confidence in you. Mm. So, you know, other than that, um, you know, I, I don't know of a magic way to give a kid confidence. Right. And, and I tell them, you know, Bobby Knight, uh, was one of my mentors back in, back, uh, when I first became a head coach, they recruited one of my players at Texas Tech. And, um, and so I would talk to, to Coach Knight about once a week. And uh, he would call me and, and I mean, it was, it was, it was great. And then after that, I became a head, uh, I, be, I became a uh, college coach uh, at Stephen F. Austin. So we would be on the road together um, or we would run into each other on the uh-huh. road recruiting kids. And, uh, you know, one thing that st- sticks to, sticks with me, you know, when he would be calling me about, uh, and I would, I would complain about parents and uh, just say, you know, uh, what's going on? Well, I mean, this this kid, you know, Billy Billy's mom is 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 saying that I'm taking his confidence, and and finally he just said, "David, shut up. <laughs> just tell them it's not your job to give them confidence. It's their job to give you confidence." Wow. And I and I and that's something I give. I tell my kids, like, look, I'm the decision maker. You have to give me the confidence to put you in the game. Um, and you know, I'm going to, and if I'm putting you in the game, I'm telling you, I've got confidence in you. So mm-hmm. other than that, you're going to get your reps and practice. You're going to get plenty of opportunities, uh, to, to help me build my, to build confidence in me. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, what's most important. And our guys, they get it. They get it. Um, we talk to our guys a lot every day. Um, we communicate with our guys every day. Um, I never want a kid to go home. And have a parent ask them how's it going, and and them not be able to answer, mm. you know, and, and or if a mom says, "Hey, why why aren't you getting to play?" I, I want them to know. I want them to be able to to verbalize and to communicate that with their parents. Well, I'm not doing this. I'm not good enough at this, or I'm not, you know, whatever it is. Uh, and that's really eliminated a lot of uh, parent meetings. You know, we, we don't we don't have a whole lot of parent meetings because we communicate so well with our guys that they know what it why, why they're not getting the playing time uh, that they that that their parents would like. Yeah, that's great because I think uh, you're right on the money. Where the frustration in players comes a lot is if they truly believe they don't know why. Right. But when, but when you're having those kind of proactive conversations. You know, either at practice or after practice, and letting them know the why. One, it shows that you care. You're not yeah. just sending the kid off to. I don't really care how you feel. This is just what we're doing. It shows that you care, and you're right. I mean, it that that allows them to go home and and, and let their parents know the conversations that are being had. I think that's brilliant. I do. The Jamoti Podcast is powered by Sideline Interactive. Sideline Interactive is the leading manufacturer for high-quality, innovative scoring tables and LED video display boards that help coaches and schools bring more excitement to fans, create huge fundraising opportunities, and make their jobs easier. Visit sidelineinteractive.com to check out their amazing products. How does individual skill work uh, work into your daily practice? Uh, We do a lot of skill work, a lot of skill work, a lot of game speed shooting. Um, a lot of ball handling, you know, <clears throat> our practices during the season, 
we usually come in, come on the court, get a good warm up, about a 15 to 20 minute warm up that that the guys it's led by the by the players, um, it, it's 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 organized, and then typically we'll do our transition drills to get going up and down. We'll do our transition drills, um, and that and it depends on which series we're doing, uh, but that takes probably about 20 minutes of getting up and down and scoring in transition and moving the ball fast in transition. And then we stop practice and go to the weight room. And uh, we get a good lift in. And then after we lift, then we come and do our real skill work, our ball handling, our shooting. And So the, uh, so the weight room is in the middle. It's a part of, middle. literally a part of practice. Correct. Wow. Correct. And uh, we feel like, it, it helps with our muscle memory, mm. you know, fatiguing, fatiguing their muscles in the weight room. You know, it, it's one, they're nice and warm. They, they're, they're, they're lathered up, lathered up, and then they go in there and get a good lift. So we're, we're, we're working on our strength for sure, or whatever lifts we're doing. And then after that, we come and do our skill work and it, and we feel like it, it really helps with keeping our shots consistent, keeping our handles tight. Mm. Um, so we, then we do our skill work and then, we try to maximize our time with a lot of our skill with defense as well. Okay. So we do a lot of ball handling with defenders. Um, so so we break traps. We we can break the count. And at the same time, we're trying to keep we, – we, we love getting five-second counts mm. on our defense. So we pressure and stay in front and, uh, and, and really harass ball handlers. But at the same time, it's helping our, our ball handling. Um, we shoot with, with with defense, so we get a lot of lot of reps with with closeouts coming at us, or or learning how to shot fake sidestep um, into a shot. So it's really game speed, um, which which helps with our speed in the game when mm -hmm. when when we get those opportunities. Uh, it sounds like it sounds like a lot of what you do, like you said, it translates directly to the game, which that's a challenge. I think that's a challenge for everybody. Is what. If I look back at my practices, what was fluff? Yeah. Like what 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 actually won't translate? What just made me either feel good or made us look good in that moment? It sounds right. like it's just everything that you do every minute. And I love that. I'm, yeah. I'm I might steal that the the uh, the weight room as a part. I mean, I've always been either a before or after guy, right. and, but yeah. I, the the in the middle of it part. Um, it sounds like you guys are just. Everything that you do, uh, it really maximizes your time in practice. We we really do. Um, we we video a lot in practice. So I mean, I I love going back at night and watching our practice, and it, it really helps me, uh, you know, really see what guys are doing and helps me eliminate things. Mm. You know, like you said, I want no fluff in our practice. If it's not if it's not making us better, then it's making us worse because it just it's it's taking up time. Yeah. And if it's that's time that we can't be getting better, then we're getting worse. So we try to eliminate everything um, that that doesn't fit us. You know, um, our drills next year might look different than the drills this year because of what we're trying to do. And we try to tweak everything, all of our drills, to to fit what it is we're trying to get out of our game plan or or, or our personnel. Right. And, you know, when your personnel changes, your drills got to change. So you're not, and I, I've I've fallen into this trap of like we like to run and gun. I don't know if mm -hmm. it's as fast as you guys, but we like to run and gun. 
and and I've thought there's been a few years where I've had just basically a mold and I'm going to fit them into that mold, no matter what, no matter what. And then, but, and it seems to be a little bit of frustration there with me and with, with the players at some point, but then when I'm able to see them and adjust to their strengths and put them in the best uh, place to be successful, they're a lot happier. So you're, you're not a, you're you're just going to fit into this. You actually adjust from year to year and and tweak things. We, we, we do a lot of tweaking, yeah. you know, we have a good idea of what we want to do and then it, it gets tweaked, yeah. you know, and, and it, it, we might have, you know, we might go in like, man, this is what we're going to do. This is who we're going to be. And then two weeks later, it's like, no, nah, that's not working for us. You know, or this kid, uh, his, his skill set doesn't fit what we're trying to do. So we try, we try to figure some things out and, and tweak a little bit. Kind of, we kind of touched on this a little bit. But I'll see if, if if we can go a little deeper. How do you build confidence in your players? Um, one thing we do really well is we build relationships. Okay, we build. You know that uh, this is part of our culture, but we 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 build great relationships with our guys. We spend a lot of time with them, and then we 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 also tell the truth. We are truth tellers. And it goes both ways. They're allowed to tell us the truth. Um, they're allowed to tell us what's on their mind, respectfully, respectfully. Um, and once we build that trust and then we allow them to do the things that we do in practice and we're telling them what it is and then they get to see it in games. Hey, man, coach, I, I, I had it. Okay. I had a kid this year, Juan Reyna, that uh, he got to shoot from the volleyball line. Um, and everybody knew it, you know, our guys knew it don't, don't get, don't look surprised when, (laughs) if Juan's open at the volleyball line, it's almost, he's, he can, he probably shot at least one a game from Mm -hmm. there, sometimes two, now don't go crazy, right? you know, but, um, you know, giving guys confidence to know, not only do we expect you to shoot certain shots, you have to shoot certain shots when you get open at this spot with space and you don't shoot it you might have to come out the game because you you mess up our flow guys are already getting in position to go rebound um guys are you know so you gotta shoot certain shots that gives kids confidence knowing man yeah i missed it but man coach said i had to shoot it you know it's we're, we're going to be fine, you know, and, and then we show them, you know, we, and then we go back and watch, we clip up. We don't just sit and watch a whole lot of film, but we clip up and show them, look, you get to miss this shot because look, your teammates were already expecting you to shoot it. So we're going to cover you. We're going to get the offensive rebound and put back. So we're good. It's part of, it's part of what we do. So guys are, are, are very comfortable and confident in doing the things that they're good at. Coaches. The Jamoti Podcast is powered by Biology. What's your BSA score? The Biology Skill Assessment is the only verified skills metric endorsed by the NIA and NJCAA to discover and develop the best talent for your team. This 10-minute, 100-shot test can be taken for free today on the Biology mobile app. Elevate your game. How do you handle defeat directly after a game? So in that locker room, setting right after a, a loss even though you haven't had many over the last right. last few years yeah 
Um, well, we had one this year during the season. Um, you know, it, it was like you said, we 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 haven't had a whole lot. Here's we don't go crazy, we don't scream and holler, we don't throw water bottles. They already feel really, really bad. Hmm. You know, they feel really bad. And I want them to, you know, I want them to. We lost to Waxahachie this year, and uh it was it helped us win a state championship. You know, we we knew that. After the game, I came in there. Um, they felt bad. I wanted them to feel it. I said some things without screaming and hollering. Um, and we went right back to work the next day, starting with a, with a film session. Hmm. And showing them, like, I, I, I feel like we're better than them. We're more talented than they are. But they beat us. And they beat us because we were doing what we've been doing, you know? And it's not like, oh, we just had a bad game and they had they played out of their minds. No, it was a really good team. And they they took advantage of the things that we've been doing incorrectly and the things we've been telling you that we needed to fix. Now we're, we're showing you we got to go fix it. So it allowed us to, I mean, it, it, those practices got a little bit more intense. They yeah. were more focused. Um, they listen more. It hurt. It hurt. I mean, and it hurt up until we got to play them again in the playoffs, in the regional mm-hmm. finals. Um, so it carried us through, and and it allowed us to really buy in to to the things that we we had been talking about. Um, but um, but you know, I, I, over the years, I've I've calmed down a whole lot. You know, I don't scream and holler a whole lot. Um, I do get animated. I get excited. I am passionate, but uh, but as far as just going nuts, uh, we 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 go really hard without losing our minds. Mm. Um, but but you know we handled we handled that defeat with. Uh, I wanted them to feel it. Yeah, you know, I wanted them to feel it, and and we we definitely got to watch. Uh, you know, it took us about two hours just to watch the first half. Um, and we were up 10 at mm. half. And just to show them how bad we played and we're still up 10, it, it really it, it sunk in with those guys. I think it's a good sign when it you can tell it hurts them after a loss. I think you got to be always scared as a coach when it doesn't seem to bother them very much. Like they like to win, but they right. don't really hate losing. And, you know, and that, that's a big, dis- big no, difference, right? We make them hate losing every day. Um, almost we, we do a lot of competitive drills and you don't want to lose. So we don't have to lose a game to fill a loss. Those guys feel it on a, on a weekly basis. I mean, it, some kids will go a whole week without losing, without losing any, in any drill and any competition that we do. But we, we have a lot of our drills are competitive are, and, and we actually have a series called competition. Um, you don't want to lose. Um, and, and we make it hurt. You know, if you lose, it hurts. And, you know, when guys get to complaining about the consequence, it's like, then don't lose. Yeah. Like, I give, promise give that, you. Give that a little bit more. Right? I'll give it. Yeah. And then and then we get to when we lose to Waxahachie. When, it, mm. you know, we, we, we were this close to having a perfect season. Mm. This close, you know, we lose in overtime. So I say, man, we lose by one. Because if you have one more point in regulation, 
Yeah. Then but time does it. Yeah. 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 But 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 then I don't know if we win a state championship. Mm-hmm. Be honest with you. You know, but but it's like what hurt more? This running that you're about to do because you lost this drill or losing the wax of hatchet. And, and it's it's not even close. Right. It's like, yeah, you're okay. Yeah, yeah. But don't lose. Don't lose. <laughs> I think it's impressive the the fact that you uh, having such a great season, you, you didn't lose your head in those moments. I think so many times, you know, there's so much emotion going on after a loss. We kind of, one, we might not remember the game accurately in our head. Like what we thought we saw, it might be different. If we come into that locker room with emotion, we might say something that we regret and we could actually push them further away. So you kind of keep it. But then the next day, using film, because film doesn't lie, yeah. you you allow them to see the things or ways that we can improve and get better. Right. Right. Um, no question. No question. I mean, um, fortunately we have to, we haven't had to deal with it a whole lot, but, but we, 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 we make winning and losing part of what we do every day. So yeah, that's a good culture piece. It's a good yeah. culture piece. I, I, I gotta, I gotta ask this. And, and if you don't mind sharing the, the competition series, Okay. If that's something you don't want to share, completely. no, 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 yeah. no, no. Actually, it might be something I, I demonstrate at the at the coaches' clinic. Yeah. But it's it's four it's four drills in one. Okay. Um, we 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 split them up in two teams. Okay, split them up in two teams, and they stay with their team the entire series. So the first series we called uh, jacket rebound. So you put uh, one team at the top of the key, one team on the baseline in two different lines, two lines on the baseline, two lines at the top of the key. And then we put managers around the three-point line uh, shooting shooting threes. So they kick it out, they shoot the three, the two guys on the baseline, they're on the same team. They've got to cross each other and block out the, the two guys coming at them. And it's a two-on-two rebounding drill. And they got to bust it to get out there quick enough Bust it. We got to make contact Mm -hmm. and then block out. Okay. So we really, we really teach making, making it's, I mean, by rule, it's illegal, you know, making the contact we make, but it never gets called. Right. right. Never gets called. Um, So you got to go make contact, hit them in the chest, then block out and then go get the rebound. The defense can only get a point if they get the first defensive rebound. Mm. So they got to go get the rebound and then outlet it. And then it, right from the outlet, the next four guys come. Two offense, two defensive. Okay, if the offense gets the rebound, they get a point, and then they can get a, they can score. Okay. So, so they can get two or three, whatever it is, and they can keep getting rebounds. Mm. So an offense can keep getting rebound after rebound after rebounding points for every so the rebound. the only game. way, the only way for the defense to end the game. Is they got to get the rebound, but they only get a point if they get the that first, first one. That's right. that's great. Yeah, right. So we'll go one to two minutes, okay, I'm doing that, and then we switch it. Okay, so now the other team goes defense, the other team goes offense. Okay, mm-hmm. so after that, and then we keep score the whole time. Then we go from that drill to gladiator closeout, where it's four spots around the three-point line, uh, two on offense, two on defense. The ball starts in, in one corner, and it's got to 
you got to pass it all the way around the, the three-point line. So every every all four guys touch the ball. Once it gets to the fourth guy, then it becomes two on two. But so okay, I start off. I've got the ball in my hand. Me and my partner, we're defense. Mm-hmm. So I pass it to him and I cross him. Okay. And I'm closing out that first offensive guy. He passes it and he crosses me and he's closing out the fourth, the the the, the second offensive guy. Mm-hmm. Once once we do our closeouts, then it becomes two on two. Um, and and we play that for a minute to two. Then it goes to we switch it, and then we do it again. We flip sides, so now, now we work going two on two, working both ways. Um, they love that. That's they good. love it. Um, it's a good drill. They can do ball screens. They can do anything. And while we're while how do you, we're how do you it, score that one? How do you score it? Whatever you score. Okay. And only offense can score. Right. Only offense can score. And but 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 everybody gets the same amount of time on offense and on defense. Okay. Okay. Um then we go from that to three on two, two on one. Okay, in, in teams. So one team will be on the baseline. The other, the other team will be free throw line extended. So we we do our three on two where you're sprinting back in transition. So we're working on transition uh, three on two. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it goes back to two on one. And whatever your team scores, and then it then it flips after two minutes. Then you got – Three on so one team. One team is constantly on offense in the three on two, two on one, and one team is constantly on defense. And then you do a major flip, or no? Well, okay. okay. So you got three on the three start on the baseline, uh-huh. two free throw line extended. Yep. So they're three on two. Uh-huh. So then those two become offense going the other way. Right. With whoever shot the first shot or whoever turned it over. Okay. You turn it over. You got to get back on defense. If you shoot the first shot. And they can get an offensive rebound on that, okay. on the three-on-two. They can get offensive rebound and score. Uh, on the two-on-one, you got to score. You don't get an offensive rebound. Um, and then once those two minutes are up, then those teams flip. Then the other one's got three on offense. Okay. Two on offense. And so, so we work on that. And then the last drill is we call UCLA. It's the continuous – Three on two to three on three. Okay, with where, uh, where you got to sprint to the uh, center circle yes, to get back. Yeah, so we do that. Um, they love it. They love it. Uh, what? What? I I don't think I've ever. I don't think I've ever thought about it or done. Like I've in some version of all of those games throughout practices. Sure, but the way that you're organizing it to where like you could your team could for lack of effort or execution, suffer or struggle in one game, but then come back and do better later on. So it's like, yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it I mean, and it, everything, all of it looks the way we play. Yeah. And then even when we go UCLA, you can press. You can press up to half court. Okay. Once, once the ball cross half court, you know, you're, that, those, those three guys got to get off. And there's two guys back there, yeah. and then one comes on. So um, it's cool. How, how long does competition drills? How long do all four typically take? I mean, you you did some times and stuff, but like right, you know, max time is about 25 minutes. Okay, but about man, all the minutes. things that you're covering in those 25 minutes, and A they're lot. all purposeful. 
with with a with a consequence that that makes it real. Right. A shell drill is not real. Yeah, you know, and we do our shell different. Yeah, we do our we do our shell different. We we do moving shell. Okay. Um, we call it, you know, part of our shell is, well, you know, one, we'll do the stationary for sure. And we're really trying to break down everything that we do. Really, we're really big on high hands, high hands on the catch, high hands on the help, high hands on the switch. It's everything. It's just getting our hands high, taking away the first shot, taking away first pass. Yeah. And then it keeps our hands active. So we get a lot of deflections. Um, and, and then, then we do our moving. So we've got to really be communicating, getting through, um, and it, and the offense is going at about eighty percent speed when we go okay. slow mo. Um, but just to really get our movement, Sl slow mo, eighty percent, eighty percent speed. Yeah. I love that. No, then, coach, uh, I, I think that's really good. I think yeah. that's really good. Yeah. I think, yeah, you mentioned kind of, uh, you know, at TABC and stuff like. Uh, I I would love personally. I would love to come watch that in your practice because I can't imagine what that looks like and sounds like. Yeah, yeah. It gets it gets uh I can just tell you uh when they didn't get to come this year, but college coaches, when they come to our practices, they leave, they're like, oh my goodness. <laughs> it, like it is just so chaotic and loud. And I mean it is so intense, but I've got a great staff. My staff is unbelievable. Mm. And it's they're all energized i mean they're fired up and they all have a voice everybody gets our all of our guys get to coach i let them coach and it is just our guys just say they they get they they learn how to play through chaos mm. you know that's what it is because practice is just it's non-stop and it is they got they got five voices coming at them i mean and it's just screaming and hollering in practice uh it's it's fun though it's fun I was going to ask you a little bit about because the moment you said they all get to coach and uh, or any time a practice is loud. I mean, coaches do their part, but they're not cheerleaders. It's not our job to bring the spirit. We right. do. We do. Right. But it's not right. our job. It's the player's job to bring that spirit and energy. Um, what type of, I guess, expectations do you set? Is it just natural? Because uh, my per my feeling is that for most players, quiet on the floor is what's natural so how do you get them a little bit out of that comfort zone oh i mean it is just constant we, we these you're right these kids don't know how to talk anymore um well, I, I, that is one thing we i can definitely say over the years it has gotten worse mm. because of technology mm. i mean these kids don't know how to communicate they're always texting everything there are all their communication is is through text um, they don't know how to talk. Uh, a lot of them don't play. A whole, they don't play outside and, right. and, and do different things. Everything that they do is structured and coached and practiced. It's not, they don't, they don't, there's not a whole lot of just pick up and going to the park and going to the rec. So they don't know how to talk. So we teach. We teach them what, it, what, what, what they need to be saying. Hmm. Um, and it's still not good enough. You know, it's not good enough. Um, teaching our, you know, starting with our point guards. You know, it's how to how to direct and how to put guys in position. And uh, you know, we 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 get on them on a daily basis, and we complain about it, and we complain about it, and complain about it. But then later, everybody comes and tells us how good our. I mean, man, your kids talk. 
man, we, I mean, they talk better. I'm like, man, we really, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, man, we feel like our guys don't say a word, but, um, well, I guess I, we're yeah. better. We're better than most, but you know, we, it, it's still not what we want. Yeah. Whole. I mean, quiet, quiet teams are losing teams. Right. And I think, I think when, yeah, you're right. I, what you're emphasizing though, with that communication piece, even though it's not what, what you think it could be or it right. should be. Right. It, I, I think there's a lot of programs out there that just out of all the things that you have to focus on and, and worry about and, and work on communication sometimes gets left out. Yeah. So that's why when you put that emphasis on it, people <laughs> see a difference. Yeah. So, so what we try to do, like in all of our transition drills, we're talking the entire time. So they're learning how to move and the ball's moving and they're, Every time you make a pass to somebody, you got to call their name. Hmm. Every time somebody's making a pass to you, you got to call his name. So just little things like that. Um, when they they pass it and I score a layup, I'm I'm, I'm acknowledging, I'm pointing right. and calling his name. Um, then when we go shell, of course we're talking. So it, it, it's great in practice, but then in the game, it's like back back to the mute button. But, uh, <laughs> But it would probably be worse in the game. No question. Not for what you did. So, yeah, no, no I get question. that. Yep, yep, I get yep. that. Coaches, the one thing that every team needs is confident shooters. The last eight years at Grapevine Faith, our teams have averaged 354 made threes each season. I love getting to share with coaches how our shooters train and, more importantly, how they think. If you would like to enhance your shooting culture at your school, Contact me directly at jamodipodcast at gmail.com. Well, Coach, I think uh, time for the speed round. The speed round is about 30 seconds long. I'm going to throw out short little questions to you. The first thing that pops in your head, you blurt it out. I'm nervous. No, no, it's it's fun. First one, I'll I'll, I'll softball to you. Ready? Favorite ice cream flavor? Strawberry. For high school, shot clock or no shot clock? Shot clock. Yes. Uh, favorite holiday? Christmas. Invisibility or super strength? Super strength. I could have seen that coming. Uh, <laughs> place you most want to travel? Bahamas. Favorite childhood TV show? Good times. Oh, nice. How many cups of coffee do you drink in a day? Zero. No caffeine. All right. Next no, one. no, no, no. I say no caffeine. I say no coffee. Energy I drinks? Drink, I drink bang. There you go. Probably uh, worse. Probably uh, worse. <laughs> I drink just one, one bang before practice, one or 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 before a game. I'm with you. Say I'm yeah. a C4 guy. It has a cre- little yeah. creatine in it that I like. Yeah, yeah. well, and, bang and does beta, too. Beta alanine. That's right. Beta alanine. The stuff that 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 tick makes you makes you tingle. That can't yeah. be good. Anyway, last one. Uh, Godfather or Star Wars? Godfather. Yeah, that's a good one, Coach. Dude, that it was awesome. Like you were, you were great. And, uh, I, I got a lot, I got a lot of golden nuggets out of it. And I think that's, that's why I'm doing this is there's, there's just great coaches out there that I want to know these types of things from. And, and I really appreciate you just being, you know, transparent and, and honest and, and, sh- and sharing things, man. Cool. Anytime, man. I appreciate it. And, and I had a good time. Thank you for checking out today's episode. Please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast, share it with your fellow coaches, and find us on social media for what's coming up next on the Jamoti Podcast. It's just a matter of doing it.